This is Traber. We're creating the technology and the ecosystem for everything building. We're creating a market network which boasts a marketplace and a mobile-first cloud-based suite of project control tools for builders, consumers, trades, suppliers, for everybody. All on the smartphone, all remote, all mobile, all for building. This is Traver, and this is a building conversation. So g'day, we're here today with Dave Henson from Renexten. G'day Dave, how are you? Yeah, good Tony, yourself? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for making the time, I really appreciate it. So if I could turn to a different approach or a different perspective on the, the whole building ecosystem, um, I guess it's often said that the best relationships in business are the ones that you regard as partnerships. Um, given the, the role that Renexten has in the industry and the scope and value of work that you do, is it too strong to say that specifically let's talk about home building and home renovating that the relationships in that space hasn't quite reached that quality of partnership or is it is it different with different clients or what are you finding no i, I don't i don't have the, the partnerships aren't a problem um you know partnerships of clients or you know that's fine as long as, as long as you can deliver a product and you, you know you're open and communicating there's always a partnership there yep um Trades are a different story, you know. Trying to get, you know, good partnerships with, with trades um, challenge can be a challenge. Yeah, you, know, you, you go through a few trades before you find the right trades, but you know, once you find them, you try to stick with them, and that's the partnership. Yeah, I guess we, you know, you try to develop, which, yeah, you know, it is challenging, but you do find them eventually. Yeah, because it's all there's so many interdependencies in mm -hmm. building, and that's what makes yeah. building such a complicated thing. Yeah, is that right. it's the relationship interdependencies, the supplier interdependencies, etc. Yeah. But the, um, do you think that the industry is moving towards that sort of type of relationship? That it's more about building partnerships, or is it more about, well, I, you know, if you're here for the next job, that's great. If you're not, well, just find someone else. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think it slowly is moving that way. You know, as I said, you build partnerships everywhere you can. You know, whether you build a partnership with a former client and they come and see you later on, and they. They ask you to do the job straight up, yeah, and that's that's the partnerships you can develop with them. Uh, suppliers, you know, I only use a few suppliers because I've got those partnerships. I've already built them, and yeah, they'll help me out if I need a hand. Yeah, and do you find that any different, for example, in your pool business, run extend pools versus your homes business? Um, a, a little bit, um, yeah. The pool sides uh, is a little bit more cutthroat. Um, trying, but as I said, yeah, the pool company's only been going a couple of years, so you know, I've got. We've got a few partnerships to try and get in there first. Yep. Um, but it's building. You know, it is a little harder, but it's it's coming along. Yep. Yeah. And do you find the clients similar have a similar sort of approach or mindset with that part of the business versus the homes? And um, a little bit, but the the thing with the pool is it's an instant. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say relief. It's an instant gratification. You know, yeah, like you know. Like the kids, you know, like people, yeah, they're bang, they're straight in it. You yeah. know, it's it's something that they've got now that's an outs, outside area, um, whether it be an entertaining area we do as well as a pool. They're straight into it. And they use it straight away. Yeah. You know, it's gets the kids out of their hair. You know, it's 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 gratifying that way. But you know, the partnership side of it, yeah, I think so. You know, it's a lot of word of mouth for us, and and I guess that's the partnership side of it where they they trust us and then give our name off, so yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah. 
And, and that's, a, I guess, a, yeah. good, a good measure of the quality of the relationship that you've had. Yep. So tell me, what, um, what do you consider to be the, the main pain points in a builder's relationship with um, their home or home renovation consumers? If, if there's such a thing as a main, oh, main pain point? I, I, I don't think there is, like, not for me. Um, yeah, every now and then you might get a client that's a little bit harder than the other, but... Yep. That's life in the universe. That is life. It's, uh, you've got to educate. You, know, you just don't come in and do a job. You've still got to educate your clients on how it all works. Yeah. Um, but as long as you're doing the job and delivering a job and, and doing everything right and, and being upfront, yep. which is part of the communication, well, no, there should be no issues. And, and I don't have that problem. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. What about... In that regard, though, what about consumer expectations? Have you seen that changing in any way recently or in the last years, that, the last 10 years that you guys have been in uh, business? Everyone wants something cheaper, don't they? Funny about um, that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll go, well, why can't you do it for this price? Well, if you want the job done right and done it to your specifications and uh, how you want the thing to look, that's my price. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're happy, to go use someone else that's a bit cheaper. They won't deliver the product the way we deliver it, you know, because they can't. Yeah. It's a cheaper price. So so I think sometimes they try and, you know, come on, you can do it cheaper, you can do it cheaper, but that's it's not what we're there for. They've got to realise, which, which is why I educate to them as well, this is your biggest asset. This is your biggest asset exactly. in life. You know, if you, you're going to skip out, you know, $10,000 on your biggest asset, that's that's what you try and educate to them. You know, it's just not worth it. It's like with the prelim agreement. When I do that, you know, I'll put that in front of them. They go, "Well, God, what, that's a fair bit of money to." This is just the plans. prelims. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, but I'm designing yep. something that's going to be for you for the rest of your life. I want to get it to budget. I want to do this. I want to do. That. I want to make sure we're right before you start. That's your biggest asset, and that's what you've got to try and let them know." Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I've often heard from people um, whose opinions I respect in the building game that um, the, the prelims is perhaps the single biggest investment. Yeah. Because it just you 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 work out all the bugs before it starts. Totally. So for me, if a client goes to a draftsman or an architect and says, "This is what we want," they'll draw it for them without coming to a builder. They've got no idea how much that's going to cost. That's the, that's the part where we, we educate and we've got to get that to the client and say, look, you're better off paying a little bit of money to get this looked at, get it, maybe just get a prelim price on it, just so you know you're in budget, because there's nothing worse than getting something designed and you're 2,000, 200,000 over budget. Where does that money come from? Heart attack stuff. Yep. Listen, that was really interesting. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for answering the questions. It's yep. been really, really valuable. Um, Dave Henson from Renextend, thanks again. No worries. Thanks, Tony. Cheers.